It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. Now, I wasn't planning on doing a second episode this week, but uh, I saw something on TV that I wouldn't say it enraged me because uh, I'm pretty dead on the inside, so most my hate is self-hate. But it's certainly something that doesn't sit well with me. I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a couple new videos out there one of a little Asian old lady getting her ass kicked, and another one of a young Asian guy. And both assailants, for the first time since these videos have been popping up, the assailants were not white guys this time. Both assailants were black guys. So I guess now there's video evidence of something that I've believed for a while now, and that is... Not all black lives matter. Like, it was pretty heinous. At least the first one. That little old lady. This dude was like a big fatso. This guy was, oh, easily like three times this little old Asian lady's size. And he just goes up to her, kicks her. And she went flying. And then he follows up with a couple more stumps. He's a real piece of shit. Honestly, If a cop kneeled on his throat for eight minutes and he died from that, I would applaud. I really would. And you know this jackass did it out of corona hate, right? He's one of these numbnuts who can't seem to understand not every Asian person is responsible for the virus. It seems like probably one guy in a different country was. And that... Every Asian person is affected just like you are, dude. Now, I doubt this guy's smart enough to be like a legitimate businessman. I'm sure he's at the very most got himself a thriving yet horribly illegal street corner heroin business, right? And what was pretty annoying about both these instances is nobody stepped in. Like, there's plenty of people around, especially on the subway. Like, the second uh, the second video, the second crime, was a black guy beating up a young Asian guy on a subway, and there's tons of people on it. Nobody did a damn thing. The most someone did was bust out their phone and record it. And call me a skeptic, call me a cynic, but I feel like that person didn't do it out of the goodness of their heart. I kind of feel like in this day and age, they did it for likes. And what really annoys me is these guys were black. Right now, there's a Black Lives Matter movement, a movement where black people are like, hey, don't judge us for the color of our skin. Don't stereotype us. We're not all this thing that you guys think we are. And then some of these people, and it's not just these two guys, there's definitely more where that came from. Bare minimum. Even Jeremy Lin was saying, oh yeah, I've been called coronavirus on the basketball court. Now, it's not 100% sure, but there's a good chance at least one of the people who said that was black. It's like, 
What's good for the goose needs to be good for the gander, and right now that's not what's happening. By their logic, it's not cool to be racist against black people. You can't stereotype black people, but it's perfectly fine for them to stereotype and be racist against other other people, other races. And what's also annoying is the lack of outrage. Not saying there isn't any, but let's face it, it's not on the level as when, you know, those those videos of uh, white cops beating up black guys uh, came out. Could you imagine if the video was a black person getting beat up by a white person? LA would be on fire right now. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? At the end of the day, the Kenny Ho Show is an entertainment and comedy show. So I don't want to spend too much stuff on this uh, this type of nonsense that happens in the world. But certainly after this, if I weren't completely checked out before on the debate, I'm certainly excusing myself from this conversation. If black people and white people feel like they're the only two races on the planet anyways, let them duke it out. I don't give a shit who wins. Because sooner or later, China's going to own everybody anyway. Joke's on them. They're fighting over, oh, we need more black people in our movies. We need more black people on our show. And the white people are like, no, we, we need our white roles. Sooner or later, none of y'all going to be in the movies anyways. It's just going to be sexy Asian girls left, right, and center. The way it should be as far as I'm concerned. So here's a little follow-up. A couple days after I recorded uh, this episode, uh, they cut the guy. I think they caught the guy like the very next day, actually. And it turns out, this guy was a real scumbag. Like, I'm not surprised at all that he went and kicked a little old Asian lady over. Yeah, it turns out if this guy were to ever come up with an elevator pitch for himself, the few words he could use to describe himself would be big, strong, and has a penchant for violence against women. Because this dude either killed his mom or attempted to kill his mom. And he just got out of the clink after serving his time. I guess he missed his boyfriend Bubba or 8-Ball too much. Because he's going right back. Because maybe it's the free rent, you know? We're having three squared cooked for you. That all sounds very appealing. But the price at the end of the day is gay man sex. And the only way you would go back... And continue to pay that price is because you love it. Nobody in the history of the world was like, you know, I really hate an honest day's work. I really hate having to make my ends meet, cover rent, cover groceries. Let me just do some gay man sex and all that is taken care of. The laziest son of a bitch on the planet would be like, you know what? I can serve some damn fries. I can ask people... If they want to supersize their coke. I'll mop the damn floor every damn day. If I never ever have to wake up with another man with his arms around me ever again. But let's move on from the ugliness of the real world. Let's get lost in the wonderful world of the Kenny Ho Show. Where on the 300th episode that happened not too long ago. I may have made a bit of a boo-boo. When I said that Kristen Crook and her Girls by Design company was definitely one of the, I don't know, branch companies that uh, belong to the Nexium family. It turns out, and I read this from Vice, I think they're a legitimate uh, 
news outlet or whatever they are, publication or whatever. And according to them, according to one of the articles I read, that is not the case. They talked to some insiders, people who were part of Nexium, and they said, Oh no, Girls by Design is not a part of Nexium. They started that outside of Ranieri and his uh, interests, let's just say that. So I guess for the first time ever in the Kenny Ho Show's history, I am offering a retraction. I take back everything I said about Kristen Crook's involvement with Nexium. Well, not everything. I don't take back that even if she were the queen of Nexium and was responsible for everything, I wouldn't care. I would still marry Kristen Crook. So long as she didn't offer me up to Ranieri and his buddies in prison. And what else do we got here? Alright. Obi-Wan is finally ready to begin shooting. They finally put together their cast... And before I saw the pictures, before I saw the official announcement, I just saw a bunch of names. I don't remember on which website I saw it on, but they listed all the actors that are going to be a part of it. And I was like, you know what? Before I even read these names, I'm going to have to assume it's just a bunch of black people and Obi-Wan, right? Let me guess. They're going for the double whammy. They're going to have a bunch of black chicks and Obi-Wan, right? Out of the 10 episodes they're going to do, at least 5 of them are going to be a backdoor pilot for a brave, strong, independent black woman who's going to be the greatest Jedi ever. I know I'm screwing around, but I really hope they don't do this. After what they did to WandaVision, I'm not ruling this out. And especially since, after guessing, I looked at the names and I'm like, I'm pretty sure at least 2 of these people are black. And when they showed the pictures, I think I was pretty close. I think it was two black women, one black guy. But thankfully, there's like an Asian dude in there. There's a brown guy in there. Still a few white people, but honestly, I don't care. Star Wars is my jam. And honestly, I don't look at those movies and I'm like, oh, look, it's just all white people. I'm really not thinking about any of that. I'm too caught up and lost in the magic and adventure and fantasy settings that is Star Wars. I mean, granted, on Obi-Wan, where this show is going to, I'm assuming, primarily take place on Tatooine, you know, like the desert planet, where the sun is just beating down on people each and every day, I would be a little taken aback if everybody was pasty and white. Like, that would definitely take me out of the show for a bit. I'm like, hey, what the hell? These guys just move here or what? Why is there no brown and black people? I feel like this planet, if there's any planet that's going to be crawling with these guys, it's this one. So there's at least one brown person on the show. Good enough for me. They're bringing back Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen. It's so crazy. They left him out of all the sequels. That's fine. Who gives a shit about the sequels? I just caught myself. Who gives a shit about the sequels? Whatever they did, doesn't matter. I've erased those movies from my mind. They're not canon to me. They don't exist to me. So, ah, what? this makes perfect sense. After episode three, they've brought back Hayden Christensen to reprise his role as Darth Vader. I wonder if it's Darth Vader. Or is it going to be Anakin Skywalker in flashback scenes? Maybe a little bit of both. Either way, I'm hoping it's both. 
Because I do want to see more Darth Vader. And even though sometimes I feel like there can be too much of a good thing, like cheeseburgers, for example. My goodness, I love me a good cheeseburger. I could eat a cheeseburger each and every single day and probably never get sick of them. Bet my body has other plans and has other opinions. It's like, oh yeah, Kenny, remember when you used to be slim and trim? Oh yes, I, I do remember those days. And then my body's like, well, if you ever plan on getting back to those... Put something other than cheeseburgers into me. But when it comes to Darth Vader, I'm sure there's definitely places he pops up at. That's like, yeah, yeah, probably should have kept him out. Don't oversaturate the market with Darth Vader. But I feel like Disney+, Plus, Obi-Wan, Ewan McGregor, the prequels, you have to bring Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader back. I'm not banking on it, but if they can get Natalie Portman to shoot some scenes too, that would be great. If she comes back and is a series regular, maybe as a force ghost or something, or, you know, they de-age her and she's just in flashbacks, well, that would be the greatest show of all time. And I don't rule it out happening, but I don't think the key is money. Most people, it's money. I'm telling you, I mean, you just look at your own life, because I look at mine, and how many times... Have I hated going into a job? Like I'm talking dreading. I've had gigs where I've dreaded going in and even the thought of it was more association than I cared to have with these people and these places. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I got bills to pay. So I guess I'm sucking it up and I'm showing up. But I think Natalie Portman is beyond that. I think she's made a lot of money in her day. I don't think her husband's rich. I think he's like a dance choreographer or whatever. So yes, I am saying I probably make more money than he does. And I'm on unemployment, so way to settle, Natalie Portman. What the hell? So she's not hurting for money, and I wouldn't be surprised if someone told me if she never worked again in her life, she'd be fine. I think the thing with her is, even though at one point in her career... She probably wanted nothing to do with Star Wars anymore. I know in interviews, she's like, oh yeah, nobody wanted to work with me. Those movies really damaged my career. And from what I remember, she also didn't have nice things to say about Thor. She thought those movies were stupid and not artistic, and she just did it just to try it out. And she wasn't going to come back. She didn't come back for Ragnarok. But of course, that's a thing of the past, because she's the new Thor. I think the way to get to Natalie Portman is you gotta play on her wokeness. And she's plenty woke, to the point where I had to stop following her on the IG. Cause I don't know about you, but I use the IG to look at hot chicks. I know lots of people like to take pictures of whatever they're eating, but I think everybody on the planet, unless they're a dirty jabroni, will see those photos and quickly unfollow whoever posted it. Your aunt, your mama, your sister, you're done. Everybody in their right mind is there to see some half-naked girls, you know? Like I said around Valentine's Day, I'm like, oh, I have no business seeing these photos. And in reality, I would never get to see a girl like this in that type of setting. They're essentially, you know, private Valentine's photos. But these, these girls have warped minds and perception of what is important and what they should be doing. And I'm not complaining. I'm glad they're all screwed up. Otherwise, I'm not seeing half-naked, half-Asian girls. They're basically on there, giving everybody the girlfriend experience. 
when nobody there has any business experiencing that. But my point is, Natalie Portman, I had to unfollow her on there. Because not only was she not posting babe pics, she was just posting photos of strong black women. Fully clothed, high morals, got something to say. Let's face it, probably with a lot of sass. No thank you. Not my cup of tea. The only silver lining in that situation is Natalie Portman didn't try to Hannah Montana it. She wasn't like, you know, I'll get these people's attention if I post these pictures of these strong black women in G-strings. I'm like, ma'am, that woman's got to be in her 50s and it doesn't look like she's done a sit-up or a squat in like 30 years. You post that photo, it's borderline a crime, but certainly a sin. So all they gotta do is pivot this show in a way where she feels like she'd be doing something good in the world, right? Listen, they bring Natalie Portman back. I'd be cool if they're like, yeah, she is now a forced ghost who is grooming the next queen of Naboo, this strong young black woman. I'm like, I don't even care. Just y'all spent half a WandaVision trying to put a Monica Rambeau backdoor pilot together. I survived that, I'll survive this too. What's important is, y'all talk Natalie Portman into getting back into that tight white one-piecer from episode two. Be like, hey, listen, Force Ghost is a weird thing. We have no control over what clothes you come back in. The Force decided this jumpsuit that hugs your ass. It's out of our control now, girl. Now get in that suit and shake what your mama gave you. I mean, groom this next generation that's all about equality. Well, for two races anyway. Two of 8,000 in the Star Wars universe. Alright, that's it. That's a wrap on the Kenny Ho Show episode 302. Until next time, you take care of yourself. Toodles!